Yeah, so Monday I'm gonna go, and I'm, I'm not gonna buy anything, like, online. I'm gonna wait until I'm in person to shop, because I don't know what they've got, uh, really, or, or how good it is. So, hey, Dad, how are you? Tired. Tired? How are you? I'm doing all right. I'm working. I got another... Working uh, for a living, it's Yeah, sucks. um... um Where were they? In a purse. I put them there specifically. Oh, my so God. All right. So this episode's getting dropped a little late because we're recording it day of. Uh, Dad, this week we watched the James Bond movie Spectre. Spectre. Because last week No Time to Die dropped. And uh, what did you think of Spectre? I forget what the movie's about. (laughs) Okay. I I was thinking about this and I thought, okay, well, before we start recording, uh, Harry, give me the storyline again. But okay, uh, we didn't do that. But anyway, um, so we get to do it live on mic with vacation and going back to work uh, four days in a row and everything, uh, and haven't seen two Bond movies back to back. I have no clue what we wait. What was the second Bond movie you saw back to back? Well, didn't we watch a Bond movie and then? We watched, we watched uh, You Only Live Twice and Skyfall about a month back. And then the last time we recorded, we did the two Adams Family episodes in a row. So this is the first episode we're recording after the Adams Family. Okay. Uh, I saw two Bond movies in a row because I went to a matinee of No Time to Die. And then I saw Spectre with you that evening. Okay. Okay. So I don't know where you're pulling the second Bond. <laughs> I, yeah. have, I don't. So, very loose plot uh, summary. So, uh, uh, opening sequence, it takes place in Mexico City during the Day of the Dead. He's wearing yes. that really awesome skeleton yes. suit, which is just so cool. Uh, um, and then uh, he discovers the uh, global villain agency known as Spectre. Yes. I'm going to look up what Spectre stands for because it's terrible. Yeah. Um, uh, let's see. Special Executive for Counterintelligence, Terrorism, Revenge, and Extortion. <laughs> That's just atrocious. <laughs> That's awful. But he discovers uh, uh, Ernst Stavro Blofeld, uh, uh, who is played in this movie by Christoph Waltz, who is the big bad that's apparently been pulling the strings against Bond this whole time. Yes, okay. And they go to, uh, let's see, he meets up with the daughter of his old enemy, who turns out to be played by Leia Sadu. If I'm saying that correctly, it's French, and there's like four X's in there. Um... Then they, oh my God, yeah. Then they go to somewhere in the Sahara. Oh yeah, uh, a meteor crater base. Instead of a volcano layer, he's got a meteor crater okay, base. Sure. Okay, yeah. Um, and then they go back to London and they shoot at each other a whole bunch. Okay. And, uh, okay. Do you remember anything in particular that you liked in this movie? I'm fine with this being a short episode. Yeah, me too. Um, I like I like Daniel Craig. He's just so cool. <sighs> I wonder, like, how he keeps that lower lip just, just slightly protruding. Uh, his, his lips or, or his mouth, yeah, is always fixed and firm, and it's just, just always he, that way. He he always looks like biting you as a method of an attack. Yes. is on the table, okay. like it's yes. never not off the table. Yes, 
Uh, <laughs> um, and they always dress him to highlight his very blue eyes, yes. which I very much appreciate. Yes. I, I also love how, like, uh, um, Roger Moore was always more of a funny Bond. He was always doing, like, weird sight gags yeah. and stuff. Sean <clears throat> little- Connery is just, like effortlessly cool yes but daniel craig you really get the feeling that he has to work for how cool he looks like it never like comes easy he's always got to work really hard he gets shot he gets stabbed um he's also very serious oh yes constantly uh, serious no no uh relief or easing up with him at all the the aston martin he gets given doesn't have like the ammunition loaded yeah, the radio like, presets are like polka yeah it's like, <laughs> like they give him, they, they give him the car and there's like uh no ammunition yeah what? yeah well it wasn't supposed to be for him it was supposed to be for like another double okay, right, agent right, yeah. Right, right, yeah like we even got to see his uh car from spec uh, skyfall in the shop because it had been blown all blown the hell. Up. Yeah, and they're putting it back together. Yeah. yeah, and of course it's got the mini guns behind the headlights. That's so cool. I always love that. I I also I said this before. I hope they never lose like the surf guitar. Yep. Sort of. Thing. Oh, that's yeah. That's pretty classic. <laughs> that's got to go along with mm-hmm, it. Mm-hmm. What did was did they have that in the new one? Uh, no time to die. Yeah. You mean yeah? Oh yes. Okay. Yes. In <clears> fact. What is the the, surf Oh, the James Bond theme. It's, yeah. And then, like, the end is just, wow. Yes. We should also mention my mom is just hanging out with us. Yeah, she's uh, chilling. Yeah. Um, but uh, it's, it's I, I absolutely love how this series just adapts over time. Like, I was saying, like, for Skyfall, what was big in 2012? Well, it was England, because right. London had the Olympics, and it right. was the 50th James Bond anniversary. And, uh, Jesus, next year's the 60th James Bond anniversary. Wow. Yeah. I don't think they're going to have a movie out in time for it, because wow. they just released this one. Okay. But, um... Was this, and, and, was this, was this one held up because of COVID? Uh, oh, yes. It was, in fact, I have a picture of you holding a cup at the movie theater when we went and saw yes. Jungle Cruise a few months back. And it said, no time to die. Only in theaters. April 2020. I'm yes. Like, uh, so they weren't working on another movie during COVID. <laughs> no. Okay. No, 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 no. Like, everything was shut down. Like, in fact, uh, uh, the Daniel Craig series has been, like, plagued by, like, weird rights issues and delays. Like, um, uh, his second movie, Quantum of Solace, got delayed because of the writer's strike. And then Skyfall got delayed because of a, 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 a rights issue. And then they got the rights to Blofeld back. Like, they had to ditch Blofeld in the Bond series since, like, the late 70s. Um, and they finally got him back, so they had him for t- this 2015 movie. And then uh, rights issues and then COVID delayed this movie six years since Spectre. So it's one of the longer gaps why, why, in Bond. Why, why did they lose Blofeld? Oh, my God. That's insane and complicated. I'm going to try and break it down as easy as I can, as I understand it. So, the novel in which the character of Blofeld was introduced, I think, is Thunderball. And 
uh, uh, Ian Fleming co-wrote that with another guy, and then after the movies got really huge, that other guy oh, sued. God, popped up. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So, like, Blofeld shows up in, um, like, a couple of off-brand Bond movies. Like, Sean Connery comes back as Bond in, like, 1983 or something for a one-off that's not considered canon uh, in the main James Bond line. Uh, which is just, he's also wearing just the most obvious wig in that movie. It's 20 years after he stopped being, well, 15 years after he stopped being Bond. It is rough. Okay. And it's basically a remake of Thunderball, which is the one they had the rights to. So the announcement of this movie being called Spectre was this huge revelation in the Bond fandom because they finally got Blowfield back. Blofeld, you might remember, he's the the bald guy with yep. the cat in the volcano yep. lair. Yeah, yep. so same, yeah, different continuity, same character. And the name is great. Oh, it's great. Yeah, I, I mean, it's I don't know what it means, but it's just Blofeld. And really? Stavro Blofeld. I also Blofeld. appreciate how Christoph Waltz plays it a little bit, like uh, what's his face uh, did, and you only live twice, just a little bit. Hello, Mister Bond. How are you? <laughs> yeah, just that little like feminine at camp yeah, okay. feminine edge i think i always love that uh did you have you really can't retain anything from this movie no uh, well, well you? you know it's the, <laughs> the last couple of weeks have been a blur in my I life mean, but yeah. um <clears throat> um uh it was interesting that uh, and i think you either talked about it or i heard it somewhere <clears throat> the shift from um the women like back in the Sean Connery early oh, days, yeah. Yeah, it yeah. was just like, you know, use them and cast them aside. Uh, whereas now he falls in love. Oh yeah, with the woman. Yeah, yeah. you know, and they're going to be together. I mean, that's thing. yeah, that's the whole plot of his first movie, Casino Royale, and Spectre. This one, he yes. falls in love with someone he shouldn't. Yes, Ooh. yes, but uh, you know, like, um, you know, that's. That's new from from different from the early '60s movies. Yeah, yeah, which is definitely which is something nice. I appreciate. Yeah, yeah, you know. rather than the uh, chauvinistic, uh, um, I mean, bastards that they had before. L- Leah Sado is uh, looks like two years. Uh, sorry, yeah, she's my age, and she's twenty two years. No, sorry. Uh, Eighteen years younger than Daniel Craig, so mm-hmm. there's still a weird age gap. But, but still, it's yeah. one man, one woman, uh, rather I than think, yeah. than the hero just going through women. Yeah, Monica Bellucci, one of the women in this movie, is in fact the first Bond girl to be older than the uh, Bond ah. actor. I think uh, uh, Monica Bellucci was fifty when this was being filmed, and Daniel Craig was like what forty eight. Cool. Yeah. No, sorry, he was born in sixty eight, uh, so he would have been. Uh, 40, what's that, 43, 44 in this movie came out? I have no idea. He's also, I think, the longest serving Bond at 16 years at this point. Really? Which is kind of crazy. Yeah. Yeah. No, sorry, 15. Can't do math. 2006 to 2021. Okay. Good Lord. Sorry. I also started a new job this week, and I now work second shift, so my brain is also being completely scrambled. No excuse. Come on. Yeah. Dad, did you have any final thoughts about James Bond's Spectre? Yeah, I had another question. Sure. And I had asked you this, and I would like a little more research into it. Sure. Um, You're talking about his blue eyes. Yes. I 
would think that they were enhanced for the for the films and you're saying no I think you 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 didn't go along with that but anyway what's I, the real deal I don't believe his eyes are enhanced I'm gonna uh, you know, he does not wear colored. This is just Google uh, celebanswers.com. He does not wear colored lenses except when a role requires him to change his eye color from its natural blue. They just seem to be looking like that. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Apparently, they used to be bluer, and they have faded somewhat into they, a lighter shade. They do that as you mature. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So. There's an article from December 29th, 2006, a month after his first movie, Casino Royale. It's like, Daniel Craig worries about losing his eye color, turning gray. Oh, no. Oh, no. The poor guy. Yeah. And then yeah. a article from 2018. What happened to Daniel Craig's face? God, we're not nice to celebrities, are we? <laughs> Leave him alone. He's got a craggy face. Just stop it. Oh, it works. I mean, it's it, um, he needs to have that... Like that edgy kind of sharp face, mm -hmm, um, mm -hmm. and the mean, oh. mean angry, lonely. Um, when when uh, his look, yeah, when his casting was announced in like 2005, there was like an uproar on the internet. Bond can't be blonde. He's too short. He's only like five nine. And uh, then Casino Royale came out, and it was like immediately hailed as the best Bond movie. Cool, uh, which is. Wonderful. Um, anything else you wanted to mention? No, no. Just I'm eyes. I think I'm good. All right. Well, it's time anything? then to discuss yeah. next week's movie. Next week's Which time. we are watching tomorrow night. Tomorrow night. Tomorrow night on your back porch. I'm going to be setting up my projector. Dad, we're finally watching with a group the Rocky Horror Picture Show. Oh, my God. The Blu-ray arrived this week. Great. There's like eight different versions of the movie on it. Great. It's, yeah. Yeah. Great. What do you mean with a group? Who's we have uh, uh, guest appearances? Heather and Dave, Max and uh, his lady friend are going to be joining us. A couple of people okay. that you've you've met them before. Fine. I'm not hurling anybody new Fine. at you. Uh, most of them nope. have been on the podcast before. So. No, no Republicans, right? No, 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 no. Okay, no, good. No, no, no. Good, I've, good. I, I, uh, I, I put my friends through a rigorous spam filter, which is I'm not on Facebook anymore. Yes. So, yeah. Okay. Works out. Yeah. Ice pick in the head if you're a Republican. <laughs> oh, did I say that out loud? Oh, no. Uh, don't worry, kids. I'm pretty sure it's still legal to kill a Nazi. So Yes. Uh, all right. On that note, I am uh, Muscle Nerd Studios on Instagram, HD Lickner on Twitter. I believe I'm going to be on next week's episode of the Disenfranchised podcast talking about the 1984 David Lynch classic, Dune. And I'm I'm so hyped. Good I'm for so you. So excited for you, that. You can have it. Uh, thanks. Uh, in the meantime, uh, thank you to Dr. Sean Monahan for our theme song. Paul Taylor at WapsySquare.com for our artwork. Dad, take us away. Oh, beautiful weather in October. Uh, crazy uh, times in the world. Try to be good to each other. Uh, be nice to the person next to you and around you and your family and your neighbors, please. Uh, and think before you do stupid stuff. <laughs> That's the best you can ask. That's for. it. Yeah. yeah.